0: Hey, what's up? It's Brian Scalabrini, the White Mamba, also 2008 world champion Boston Celtics. Now, you're listening to the Boston Big Three podcast presented by Ride the Wave Media.
1: And welcome back to episode 98 Boston's big 3. Where we been?
0: Been in dad mode. I
1: well, you know what Old happened? Dad mode. First I feel of like all, I
0: know kind you're of dad, dad mode. You got a dad look right on. now. <laughs> I mean, I just went into hiding because I said the Patriots weren't going to draft a quarterback to get Mac Jones, so then what what oh. I I I stid him I went into deep depression.
1: We don't need to talk about like, I feel like even before a little hiatus here, was a a normal on the show,
0: then high tower, all of a sudden just makes an appearance before mandatory mini camp. And I just get completely roasted all over Twitter, which we can, we have plenty of time to talk about that later on. Oh yeah. And, uh, but you know what, Brendan? We've been doing this show weekly. We're getting back into it. You need a little break. Just take a little time off, a little hiatus. little vacation piece. We've seen, yeah, just a vacation with the kids. And now we're getting back into it because we're a month away from training camp. We're in the middle of a Red Sox season. We're going into the NBA finals. Pretty soon we're going to the Stanley Cup finals. Are the Very Celtics good. or Bruins
1: in? I, the Celtics or Bruins have to be in one of those. I mean, they had some good teams, right? I'd be surprised that neither team made it because
0: oh. they're frauds. Both sides are frauds.
1: Ooh. I thought the Bruins were pretty good. I know they, they don't get a lot of love on the show, but.
0: They're only going to get talked about today just because we haven't talked about them. That's fair. But we, ha- we, we just got to get back right into it. We have all four sports that we can talk about, and we have plenty of time and plenty of things to talk about over the summer and in literally in four weeks starts patch training camp. So right when we get into the Patriots oh, yeah. season, it's like, well, you know, me, all the I'll fun stuff and an yeah, go on and on about the Patriots. About
1: yeah. I'll have to butt in a little bit, get some baseball yeah. or s- basketball, something in there to but break we're gonna it up. Get, we get but, uh, back into
0: our sweet spot, like in yeah. September, like yeah. in September with September baseball and the patch. When everything's going on. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you know what? That's great. Brendan is like, Playoff we, we haven't, we haven't had that yet. Like we just haven't had that. Like yeah. this fall coming up, is back into like super reality. Like you're, it's like you're actually
1: normal. Like it feels, everything feels back to normal right now, but like, it's going to be actually normal by September. It, it, it's like
0: we're in the series finale and we're just waiting for the show to come back on. Yes. And the show, the, like the season starts like this upcoming fall. Exactly. Like,
1: in I'm excited for that. What's like, what's been one of the, what's been a fun thing you've, you've done in our our few weeks off something you got up to.
0: Um, I mean, so over these couple weeks off, uh, I've just obviously been focused super into dad mode. Yeah. Um. You know, first of all, just with my work in general, and then which interferes. I mean, a lot of that people don't realize. Like, you're on the West Coast, you're out there in Phoenix, Damn. Sun's Phoenix, territory, Arizona. and yes. it's, just, it's just sometimes the, our times don't link up, and then we only have one specific day, and then it's like all of a sudden things just get messed up. And I think me getting at home with the babies is just like, it's been tough, but I'm off of work until mid August. It's like, I, I've been using this time to spend with the kids and then Michelle's going to be off start next week. And she's going to be out for seven weeks. And we have a lot of things planned out for July to be all around. But, um, and then, you know, I've been refocused, you know, during our time off and our hiatus, I've kind of been focused real on Twitter, like, Oh yeah gaining the followers over there whether they love me or hate me i don't give a fuck i've I've
1: seen you on twitter recently i think it's a lot of people just coming at you man on twitter it's kind of the same way on you've been on instagram Instagram.
0: yeah it's nothing new i've been doing it for four years on instagram five years on instagram and these eggheads on twitter think they're gonna get the one up i'm i'm not disappearing i'm not going anywhere scott zolak followed me on twitter i thought that was pretty cool
1: twitter is a different animal though totally different let me tell you
0: i This happened in February, um, because the Cam Newton quote slander. Like I, you know, (laughs) they take it very serious on Twitter. They will like Photoshop tweets. And they'll do anything to tear you down, like, and take you down. And I was like, holy shit, what kind of beast is this on Twitter? So it's, They're wild. Uh, but, but I've learned, I've learned that the tricks on there and what works, what doesn't work, what to avoid, what
1: to, what to hit on. Yeah. Um, also, I would definitely argue just for the Twitter, Instagram thing. I think like Instagram, it's like a lot of, it's a lot of fans, like kind of fair weather fans, people that know, they know about sports. But then I think when you get to like the real sports fans on Twitter, I think, Twitter sports fans, they're, they're, they're smart. They're, they know their numbers. They know all kinds of
0: stuff. It's it's an argument back and forth on Twitter. Like you gotta, you gotta be on top of your game when you you're got, over there. Yeah.
1: You gotta have some. And, and some I'm already people. a
0: fraud. I'm already a fraud as is when it comes to sports <laughs> like that. So it does not work out over there. And then, you know, what else I've been doing in our time off, like uh, Cam Newton shirts. Oh yeah. I've been, yeah. went to BJ's, BJ's right? Yeah. BJ's. They were $3 less than $3 a shirt. Raising a ton of money for Best Buddies. I'm at 2,200 right now, um, and then I've been collecting some vintage stuff. You see, right now, yeah. if you watch on YouTube, you know you might see this out there. I got the little vintage Patriots it's like the Drew Bledsoe cap. hat. I this year. So I actually just met with Rune Dog yesterday. I haven't seen him in a year. We went out to, for drinks, and I said, you know, Spike, King, Young, Gronk, Babs. He's always evolving, like in terms of like what he does, like for like, content, right? Like a
1: Pokemon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i said you know the tom brady era is done right and we didn't get to go to any games last year the eye black like I, it's gone like that i think the eye black on game days and all that like I'm, I'm turning 30 like in a couple weeks and i'm a dad now 30, it's like, 30. you need you need to put that childish stuff in the background And I'm going to do a whole 90s type of feel this year. I have a lot of throwback merch. I've been getting a lot of jackets, uh, a lot of hats and different things. And I think I'm going to go very like retro 90s, like the the mid 90s, like you said, the Bledsoe era and stuff like that. So um, that's what I'm
1: saying. It looks like I I can totally picture Drew Bledsoe. I feel like his draft day photo, he's got a hat, something like the one you're wearing on.
0: Well, you know, something too is GRD is very big into the vintage. Oh, yeah
1: huge huge
0: he's he's been egging me on from for years to like you you should take your time and look into this and do that and i've I've been now with my time off of work and just you know uh, doing other stuff i've been looking into it and even funny enough like i've been showing people off to the side like i'm in little twitter chat groups and they see the stuff i get like dude that's fresh like that's awesome like people want it now and yeah i feel like i get I feel like it'd be like a poster boy almost like just showing yeah. it off and retro's and in
1: it, it honestly it is, is it especially with sports in. stuff. Cause there's all yeah. kinds of like the nineties and eighties looks from a lot of sports teams. I know there was something on, I think Fox was doing it on Instagram uh, the last month with like, what's the best retro nineties MLB like logo. Cause all these logos evolve just like young gronk to, to, to the spike king. They they're changing over time and it's kind of cool to look back at some of them and see uh, what still works and, and what people are still into. And that Patriots one's one of the perfect examples.
0: So, so another thing too, like, um, like GRD taught me, like say starter jackets, right? I have yeah. a couple of them. He's like, anything with a white tag on it, it's it's more, it's newer. Like yeah. and he goes, You have to look for certain tags, you gotta look for certain items and this and that. Um, and it's been great because I've been just taking my time on eBay, Facebook marketplace, and looking stuff up. But um, you know, like say this right here, the Patriots logo. They got rid of this logo, I think, yeah. in 2018, 2017. Really? It's just a generic that,
1: that used to be like the end zone logo
0: yeah and now it's just the regular like letters like it's spelled out like and i think they switched over between 2015 to 2018 somewhere in there that was an alternate and changed into regular so um and you know what tom brady still plays in the league so it's It's like (laughs) so it's like yeah you could wear you could wear stuff that represents 2001 to 2019 but why not just celebrate like the earlier years like the Bledsoe years, yeah. the nineties, that blue, that like royal blue and red is just so sexy. And I know yeah. people have been people
1: oh we been gotta talk about that.
0: that. Yeah. Yeah we, we gotta will talk later about on, that.
1: But, no, but why not? We could we could dive right into that now. Yeah. That's like retro.
0: Well, you know, the big thing that they just announced recently was the helmet rule changes. Yeah. Is, is it they they're nixing it now. It's pretty much like all right, like you guys are allowed to wear another
1: helmet. So those are is, is it just one or can they wear like a wide variety one. of them? Like each team just, just gets another an additional yeah. one. That makes so,
0: sense. But the thing with the, the Royal blue jerseys, which is another funny, like how we put that out years ago Gosh. and is they had them at the pro shop. And, and, and one thing that does piss me off, Brendan, is that we never got to see a Tom Brady rock a Royal blue Jersey. They would made so much money. If, oh yeah. And, and the thing is, is that I have a good story about this. The thing is, is that the Royal blue jerseys, right. Um, They can wear that with a silver helmet that like that goes yeah. with the silver pants.
1: Yeah. They, they've worn that silver helmet. That's what they wore with the, Blue this Jersey was back in the day. If I'm great, wrong. great right.
0: story by by uh, Rune dog right? Those Royal Blues were they 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 were in the early '90s, right? And he goes, when I think of Royal Blues, I think of Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells, yeah. who was the head coach for the '96 Super Bowl, who was on his way out, and he dicked Kraft over. Kraft and Parcells had a fallout so I, I was kind of putting it together. I was like, maybe Kraft doesn't want to see those royal blues on the fields because it remembers him of Bill Parcells. It remembers him of something that stings. Like they made it to the Super Bowl and it was their second Super Bowl in franchise history, but Kraft's first as an owner. And he, that royal blue probably t- sort of era. Right. He wants to kind it. of he sticks in your mind. That's he what just I, doesn't want to see it. I but the I like Thrill- they did
1: with the, the Patriots jerseys that we just retired, like the one behind you.
0: Yeah. So like this, this Jersey represents yeah. the Tom Brady era. Exactly. And, the thing, and here's the thing. So when you put in for jerseys and I learned this through the, the throwback jerseys because we got it wrong, but this is what I learned. You have to let the league know one year in advance. So that mm. means these jerseys, they knew Tom Brady was gone after 2019. So in May of 2019, before Brady's last season, that's when they put in for 2020 to say, these are mm. the jerseys we're changing to. They knew like they, they knew already that this was going to go and this was happening. Um, and, 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 and as a franchise and a team and marketing, it's smart. You know, the Brady era is done. We're not living in the past. We're moving forward. This is going to bring us a new identity. Someone like a Mac Jones, which we'll talk about later, is going to be their future. That's the guy that's going to be representing this new era style of Jersey, even though Tom Brady's worn it and this and that. But, um, right. and, the, and and just going back about the red throwbacks, everyone loves the red throwbacks. Kraft was a fan of the Patriots.
1: They're so be- cool. Those before, are a sexy jersey, man.
0: He was an owner, so those jerseys in his manner, even though they sucked in those plenty of years wearing those jerseys back in, before we were even thought right. of, um, Kraft always will remember that as that's the team he fell in love with. So right. that's why he wants that out there. I will say this. I've seen people post like Joe Stafford made this actually like not too long ago. It was Cam Newton wearing the red throwback.
1: Oh, I saw. That. I did. Did Joe make that photo? That was he made sick. That and,
0: it, and, and and now it got circulated again, and they people stole it or whatever. Yeah, Cam Newton's not wearing the red throwback because Cam Newton's not going to be on the team next year. Like even if he starts this year and plays this year, he's not going to be on the team next year. So he's hold not on be now. Here.
1: I think I think there's potential there because it's not going to be that your boy that we talked about the last year and a half that we didn't need to because he's only pl- thrown a hundred balls in, in in the the NFL, but. Going forward, I think I think Mac Jones will be the guy. But
0: uh Yeah, so if, if this is Cam, Cam Newton could be a Newton, backup. If Cam, but if no Cam Newton, this will be his last. You've season, been saying
1: need- he's a backup quarterback since we started this show. And it's his chance to be a backup finally, Babs. You don't want that?
0: Cam Newton doesn't want that. <laughs> Cam Newton does not want that. That's Cam funny. Newton is if he starts week one, if he actually plays this year he's not going to make it the entire season. And if he does, they're not winning the super bowl. He's just a bridge guy and Mac Jones is starting next year. And that's it. And I, and I truly don't think cam Newton's going to start week one. I still think it's Stidham. I, I still think that, listen, the OTA is just half. So not. let's back it's it up. Not. Let's back it up. Cause it's been a while. <laughs> Number one, we do I was, this
1: every week. We do this show. It's not happening. <laughs>
0: um, number one. Number one. Mac Jones fell to the New England Patriots. They got lucky. They must have known something. They must have known that he was falling, right? Mac Jones was projected to go third overall. It was a smoke screen at some point. The Patriots stayed put. They got Mac Jones at 15. He fell right in their lap. I love the Mac Jones pick. I don't hate Mac Jones. He's their guy. He is their future, yes. right? He is the number but one. man. It pushes Cam and Stidham both because they both want to be a starter. They both want to be that guy. Um, during this time between April and May and June, things that have been slept on is Hunter Henry has been living living with Jared Stidham while he was moving from the West Coast. Like, why does no one care about that? Like, I think that's just something interesting to have there. Um,
1: the kids Stidham, room together all the time; when they're on the same team. But
0: Stidham, but Stidham's been taking that extra time with some of these some of these guys, and I know that. The rookie OTAs, Mac Jones looks good. He's picking up his – he's progressing along in OTAs, even though it's just throwing the ball. Um, Mac Jones has looked pretty sharp at times. Stidham hasn't gotten the reps, but I also feel like they don't need to see anything from Stidham. They know what they have from him. It's just we'll see what happens in preseason and actual training camp. Here's the thing. Cam Newton heard his hand, quote, unquote – and I mean, we can, we'll have, we have plenty of weeks to dive into these little subjects over time when we need something to talk about. If Cam Newton's a former MVP and everyone wants to put him on this pedestal of how great an elite he is. Do you think that he should be hitting every fucking throw out there and he shouldn't be overthrowing the ball or under it or looking sloppy because they're not wearing pads. They're just throwing a football. Yeah. Like I don't get why there's always an excuse for Cam Newton. Like, like th- that's what bothers me the most is like, you can't critique him without an excuse being out there. Right. And, and you can't call it out. Like, Hey, Cam Newton threw over the ball. Well, it's raining outside. Oh, he overthrew it again. Well, his hand hurts. He got hurt last week. Like where is the accountability for Cam Newton and the fan base to just say, he's just, he's just not that great anymore. Like he just doesn't have it. And, And Brighton, going back to last year's training camp, Cam Newton, if you look up the numbers every day in training camp, although you can say, and I gave it to him, it's his first year in the team and the system, his numbers weren't great at camp. There were some days Hoyer was the best quarterback there. He has a legitimate competition with Mac Jones right behind him. And, and Stidham, he's hanging around. Stidham is still there. He's still going to be trying to fight for, for a starting job. I don't care if you shake your head about that. He's still fighting for a starting job. And you know what? Cam Newton is going to have to play in preseason. They only have three games this year. All three quarterbacks are going to get playing time, and that's going to be interesting. Cam Newton, before you talk, has not been in a full stadium yet with fans, especially New England Patriot fans. Cam Newton can have all the support he wants, right? all the support he wants on social media and his teammates, but the new England Patriot fan base, the season ticket holders, if that guy fu- it starts week one, right? Plays week two. If Cam Newton's looking like Cam Newton of last year, those fans are going to boo him. Oh, he's going to get booed. Because, because they already fell in love with Mac Jones. Mac Jones can't do anything wrong right now because he's the first round draft pick. He's a golden boy. He came from Alabama. Like he can't do anything wrong right now. And Brendan, I'm, I'm very, very interested when Cam Newton, if, you know, when he starts week one, week two, week three, and he's going to have bad games, every quarterback has bad games. How is Cam Newton going to react to the fan base when they boo him off the field, when they let him know what's going on? Cause I don't think Cam, when he faces adversity, I think he does a very poor job at it. And I just think that. This sounds so stupid. I just don't want this to turn into a Kyrie Irving type of thing with the Boston fan base. And like, this is the reason why they're booing me and this and that I just it's, it's going to be a fucking real interesting. I, I think Belichick does not want to deal, be put in that situation. And that's that's why I say, I think Cam Newton is going to get cut or it's just, hey, you're the backup. This is what it is. They're going to go with Stidham. Stidham's going to play and they're going to go right into Mac Jones.
1: What I wanted to say before you got into your irrelevant quarterback part that you're forgetting a, a key piece to this whole equation here, Babs. And there's four quarterbacks. You've mentioned three of them. Most, most teams are only going to rock with three quarterbacks at the most going into a season. So having that fourth,
0: probably yeah. not going to happen.
1: Yeah. And it's a coin flip right now between Brian Hoyer and your guy. I'm not even going to say his name because he's not relevant. He may not be on the team by. This is, this is, this is Patriots like Bell Belichick just
0: strategy right? Brian Hoyer said last year he's not going to any other team. And I, re- I reported it. I said that Brian Hoyer was told not to sign anywhere else and just hang on for a little bit. We're going to see how things happen. They end up drafting Mac Jones. When OTAs happen, coaches are only allowed to spend up to four hours a day with players four times a week. Players can spend unlimited time with players. Oh. Brian Hoyer is like a coach. Come on. Oh. Brian Hoyer was brought back Two years ago for like Jared that. for Jared Stidham, right? When Jared, when Brady was out of here, well 2020, when Brady was out of here, they brought Hoyer in to mentor Stidham to help him, you know, catch up to speed. They went to Hoyer and said, listen, we can't be with him, Mac. We want you to be with Mac 24-7. Report to us, tell us what's going on. And the way I look at Brian Hoyer right now is this is his way of transitioning into a quarterback's coach and or an assistant or whatever it might be. He's not going to be on the roster. He'll be there all the entire preseason on the very last day. He will get cut. He won't He'll. No one's going to claim him. He could be on the practice squad for all we know. I don't care. He's not going to be on the team. And then if he gets cut and not, or, or whatever it is, they'll just bring him on as an assistant coach. And then during the season, you can spend unlimited time with anybody, right? So the this, is, whole,
1: the, this is where I appreciate your football and Patriots knowledge. I had no idea that there's like that four hour limit or whatever, but that, no, that makes I, total sense. What you're saying. And,
0: I didn't know that either. Greg Bedard, actually, Boston Sports Journal talked about that because I was preaching Thanks, about Greg. the whole, whole, whole Hoyer thing saying like he was only brought in to mentor these kids because Stidham versus Cam Newton's happening, right? Whether you like it or not, even if Stidham has 0% chance, I, it's still, it's still happening, right?
1: But Mac Jones, guys- it's Mac versus Cam, Cam versus Mac.
0: But, but, but here's the thing. All right. Who's mentoring Mac Jones? There's nobody meant that they need somebody to mentor him. And that's what Brian Hoare is there. For. Yeah.
1: Brian Hoare. Whether you like
0: it or not, Brian Hoare it, is obviously not a good quarterback uh, uh, in terms of uh, physicality. When we saw that versus Kansas city, but yeah. he has a, a very good smart IQ when he's on the sidelines and doesn't have to be put in that situation. He, right. he, he can
1: pick, he can, pick he can see up. the game very well, but not yes. participate in the way that uh, his brain's going to like affect and, it. Kind of And thing. I'm going to be I, honest. I get what you mean. Brendan.
0: They should just start Mac Jones week one. They should just roll with him. See, that's what I the wish punches. they would
1: do. But I, that's that's not the Patriots. Like you know, they're gonna you know, like you know, deep down somewhere in your heart, uh, Cam Newton's gonna find a way to start probably the first three weeks and then maybe throw uh Mac Jones in there if the Patriots aren't aren't doing very hot by week four. I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna do a throwback when we're talking about throwbacks right here. Yeah, so my yeah. old my old neighbor, I was just at my parents' house yesterday. My old neighbor across the street. He he's like 65, 70 years old. He's he's seen the Patriots since 1960. He falls everything. He goes, you know, the Mac Jones, this is their first first round quarterback since Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. You know, they took Drew Bledsoe first overall back in 93. And he goes they didn't start Drew Bledsoe in 93 until towards the end of the season. They started Scott Zolak. No, but Scott Zolak was on the team. I know they he started was on the team. They,
1: they,
0: started, they started this guy, right? Um, just look back at the 93 season. Okay. <laughs>
1: they,
0: they started a guy that had, like, no fucking, like, Background in football, really, like he he didn't have any sort of like compared to what Drew Bledsoe already had, and he was just like that's just how the Patriots operate. Like they'll bring Mac Jones in he should start right away, but they're just gonna let him just sit on the bench and rot for a little bit until they feel comfortable throwing him in there. But I I believe throwing him into the Wolves just like Justin Herbert last year, he won Rookie of the Year. They went seven and nine. The Pats went seven and nine, but the Chargers seven and nine looked better because it's like you saw what this kid has. Yeah, Kyler Murray throw them to the wolves kyler murray with the 5 and 11 season and then they go like 7 and 9 like they're getting progressively better
1: so so would you rather have that throw to the wolves situation like you're talking about with like the kyler murray's and and then or do you want something like a patrick mahomes type deal where he sits the first year maybe plays a week 17 or 18 now and then gets to start for the entire season the following Um, season so so like which one do you prefer
0: I would prefer for him to be thrown to the wolves this year, just because of the offense they have set up. It's all brand new. It's all new people coming in, new receivers, new tight ends, big tight ends. You still have young, you still have young guys on that squad uh, in that offensive line. So why not build your chemistry now? It's not like a team that's already been built and he's just going to be sitting there and still going to be evolving. It's like, it's brand new. Let the brand new quarterback go in there and they can find the chemistry that works. Um, I'm not going to hate if they start Cam Newton all 17 games this year, knowing that next year it's going to be Mac Jones's Mac Jones's time to take over. That's fine because pl- players still develop throughout the season. This yeah. is how we this is how we travel. This is how we handle our home games. This is how we handle interviews. This is how we handle adversity. This is how we handle losing streaks, winning streaks. This is what we do. Um, and I think Mac Jones still has a lot to learn uh, as well too for the season. I just if this guy is projected third overall, the San Francisco 49ers, if you're projected in the top five for like quarterback, right? You're playing week one, like you're yeah. playing right away. So if Mac Jones was projected over Justin Fields and Trey Lance in projections, those two are probably going to start week one. Why doesn't Mac Jones just start week one?
1: So See, that's, that's why I'm okay with the whole getting thrown to the wolves type thing. If, if he were to start week one, I don't by any means think he's going to start week one, but I think, Um, you're going to run into a situation where he is like, I don't necessarily disagree with you than the fact that he doesn't know all these things about how to be a professional yet. The kid played at Alabama for, he was a starter at Alabama for one season. I think he was there for three years total, but this guy knows how to handle himself. Like that Alabama football program is run like a professional sports team. Um, the way Nick Saban and the boys down, down there in, in Tuscaloosa run things. That's just the way it is. These guys are learning how to be professionals from the moment they step into that football program. So I'm not thinking he's coming in acting all immature and, and not knowing how to travel with the team. It's just maybe a different, different location, change of scenery type situation. Like when a guy gets traded or signed,
0: we had an argument, not an argument. We had a pretty good discussion. I think it was me, you and Tyler last year uh, in, in, in training camp. And we talked about, Who's gonna win the locker room over? Right? Is Cam Newton gonna win the locker room over? We talked about. It. Is Stidham gonna be a locker room yeah. leader? Obviously, Stidham isn't a locker room leader. Cam Newton walked in there day the, one, and the problem won everybody.
1: was the problem there. I don't know what Jared Stidham's voice sounds like.
0: I don't know either. <laughs> exactly. And I, and I, and I like, follow him. If,
1: if to you heaven. listen, to, if you just say, "Hey, per, imitate Cam Newton saying something," you you could you could do what Cam Newton impersonation or something that he would, might say, because he's a very vocal guy. He's active on social media. Um, he do, he's the one doing the press conferences. Jared Stidham's not that type of guy. Like, I know he's not getting the press time, but he's not on Instagram or talking it, or anything. And, you have no and, idea and, what he sounds like.
0: And, and here's a great quote for you. There's a great quote for Instagram. Here's a great quote that's going to get likes and comments because people are going to hear me say this. And they go like, he really said that? Right now, Mac Jones is more of a leader than Jared Stidham. Wow.
1: Babs, you said that.
0: Yeah, I just said that. I mean, just be based on the rookie. just based on when he got drafted, the rookie OTAs and the regular OTAs, the the way the teammates are talking about Mac Jones and hyping him up and the way he's handling himself professionally. Sounds like he's already winning the locker room over now. Jared Stidham has friends. He has friends in that team. He has his little clique. But that click's only going to get you so far. Like, you need to really take over that locker room. Cam Newton owns it. Cam Newton is the guy. He's a
1: captain on the team.
0: But Mac Jones is more of a leader right now than Jarrett Stidham. And that's, like, Stidham. Like, you got to pick it up. It's just not going to fall into your lap like that. that. That's just the way I see it. All
1: right. The last thing I want to touch on on this football topic. Do you own a Jarrett Stidham jersey? No, I actually don't. Why not? (laughs) <laughs> so, so
0: here's the thing about jerseys. Um, I don't have the Edelman thing behind me. I usually do. So first of all, those jerseys that they have, I've, I've talked about this before the home ones, the blue ones, right?
1: Yeah. The Navy, the way
0: Nike makes them nowadays are tight. I'm I'm I've gotten fat. Like i the dad bought is all over, man. I bought this XL, um, 96 sweatshirt. I put it on the other day. I was embarrassed. I was just like, I can't fit into an XL now. Like that's embarrassing. I do not like ironed on jerseys. I'm not a fan of them. I, yeah. I used to get them. Like I have a couple Brady and Gronk ones. And I just, those Nike versions like seven, eight years ago are a little bit different than what like they do the elite now. the ones.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. I just
0: feel like they're cheaper material now. So what they call them is vapor Editions, right? Yeah. So I have an Edelman one, vapor edition. I love my Edelman one. I love it. But they only make so many of them. They're so limited. And especially with COVID, I just think that they don't have the production right now. So I said to myself about Stidham, I want a vapor edition jersey. I don't want a screen printed jersey. So if they make them, which they won't, but if they ever made them, that's when I would buy his jersey. You should just DM now, him.
1: I know, I know he's in your in your mentions all the time. I know. You could ask <laughs> him for all he's he's
0: smart, dude. He he sees everything I you know what's funny? So so um Stidham was looking at my my page, it always looks like almost every other day. He's always in, he's always looking. Jake Bailey was looking. Like I just mm. let's scroll up and Jake Bailey's looking. Him and Jake Bailey. Together too? They're together right now. They're on a trip in like mm. Florida or something like that. So I'm wondering like what what is what does did him do? Like does he sit around the table and be like, "Oh, like look at what's Get a load of this doing. guy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like look at look at this weirdo, like Spike King, but he's
1: looking he's looking every day. Like this guy watching. thinks I'm going to be the starter.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? I'll take that 0.0001% chance he becomes a starter because I'm his only supporter. And yeah, you know what? Yeah, he's you gonna, honestly and are. And if he, and if he starts, he's still gonna ignore me. He's still not gonna mention me because he's got to focus. But, but he's, gonna he's gonna remember.
1: He's gonna you're remember. You're the only one. Even, Fitz, he said. Fitz he it's said. Not happen, play,
0: players like that will always remember. And you know what? If he starts week one, I will get a screen printed. Jer- I'll get his jersey week one. Like <laughs> I, I
1: will. I will get it for week one. Get a few different ones.
0: I just I, I uh, I'm trying to get a new Spike King custom one, but like I said, I want to rock the '90s shit this year. I think that's what I'm gonna totally. start doing. But
1: yeah, speaking of of jerseys and being out of date, um, I had to get rid of a lot of my jerseys. I didn't get rid of them; I had to take them down. I used to have the whole Kemba spread up here, but uh, there's been a lot of Celtics news. We'll, we'll just dive into that. So the Celtics, as we as we talked about earlier, they're. NBA playoffs are going on right now, Eastern Conference Finals, and the Celtics aren't there, surprisingly. Usually they're this Eastern Conference Finals juggernaut until they get there and then just fall apart. Can't make it to the finals, usually run into a LeBron buzzsaw, but ran into the heat in the bubble, or absolute frauds, as as you like to say. Um, But Celtics got eliminated by the Brooklyn Nets in five games. Kyrie stomped on the logo, and Celtics went home in five games. Went home early, got eliminated in Brooklyn. Uh game five wasn't a great wasn't a great series. I know Kemba didn't Kemba and Rob Williams didn't play the last two games of that series, I think. Which isn't gonna help you win a game against Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and, and James Harden and that entire super team that they have going on over there. But
0: the Celtics played with heart and grit. Like they, 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 they did stayed in those games. Like, they stole in, in... the game from them. And in and, and that's what they play. Like they, yeah. they went and played. They didn't just lay down. Like they at least right. and it and it makes you put in your mind, what if they had JB? What if Kemba was truly healthy? Right. They, probably was, they still would have lost that series, but it's right. like they probably would have pushed it to seven. Maybe yeah. like, you know what I mean? But you
1: just look at how damaged that Celtics team was down the stretch. Really throughout the entire season, they only had the, the big starting lineup that they wanted, probably not, a half dozen games, if that.
0: I mean, fast forward, not even through the season. Brad Stevens' career as a head coach for the Boston Celtics yeah. has always been he's he's gotten that team to push themselves to the point to get to the Eastern Conference Finals three out of four years. They just always are broken down. Yeah. They just they just cannot be healthy enough to just be there at the very end. And just yeah. the little moves that have been made between Danny. Ainge and Brad over these years, it just it's like a rotating door that they've always been trying to find that third guy. It's like you go Isaiah Thomas, right? And then get Kyrie and you get Horford in here, and then you get Gordon Hayward and then you get Kemba and it just they and now he's gone. It's just and you get Horford back. Like it's just you you, they're all they're just this rotation, just never seems they can get that to click. Right. it's sad it's sad that this team it is
1: tough but yeah because you you know this you know kemba's been my guy so it was always it was tough to see him go but i'm happy it it wasn't like a sour type situation kemba hasn't said anything about it yet but um definitely wasn't as sour as the last all-star point guard we had who ended up stopping on our logo Good, good move
0: by brad you know, to take over as, as the GM and has to make a move. And right. It's, and, and they were losing no matter what you got to get. You got to get that, 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 uh, the contract off the books. Yeah. It, it had to be made. And for those that bought Kemba Walker jerseys and they're all sad about it Antoine or, or a Walker, dozen <laughs> Antoine Walker, Kemba Walker, it's a Jersey that's not going to totally could be completely right. out of style. Like, a Oh yeah. That's Irving my guy. 11. That's my guy. Like it, it's not, it's not a big deal, you know?
1: Right. But, um, following that loss, everyone a lot of question marks in Boston like are they going to bring back this team I was I was dead set on the fact they were going to bring bring that entire team back not not entirely sure what what to look forward to for the next season if they were going to run it back with that same uh, big two and a half with with Jalen Jason and and Kemba but you look at the the core of this lineup now it's Jason Tatum Jason Tatum is the guy on this team now I think that's kind of a, a fact set in stone now I kind of had question marks going into this season, whether like it was like one, a one B with Jason and Jalen, but Jason Tatum set himself apart this year as, as the number one guy in Boston, uh, as the go-to score, a guy that can score from anywhere on the court, a guy that can put up 50, any given night. Honestly. Now we saw him do it. What four or five times down the, the last stretch into the playoffs. He did it against uh, the wizards in a game. That's not going to be considered a playoff game or a regular season game, which makes no sense at all. We, get into that another day. Um, but the Celtics season, I don't want to say it was a disaster. I don't want to say it was a wasted season because you got that development. I feel like Jason Tatum took such a step forward alongside a lot of guys that you look around the league right now, like Trey young um, just took those leaps, Devin Booker guys that are just taking it to that next level. And Jason Tatum's up there with some of the best in the, the NBA now because of this year.
0: So, you know, I talked to GRD about this yeah. and, and, you know, I tell him certain things to say maybe, or things to sway his opinion uh, from the casual point of view over here. Um, we started the season when we were talking about Peyton Pritchard and like, this yeah. team could be fun to watch. And I was like, but this team should tank. Did I not say like this team? You should did. tank. And, and I think you look back on it and look at what LeBron's been saying. Oh, like, we had a shortened off season. We're going into this and our bodies are hurting and injuries are happening. They're piling up and this
1: and that they didn't stop Jason Tatum. He may have had COVID, but he's still doing those 50 pieces
0: again. It's just that season where like, we said it, we said this on the podcast, Brendan, we just need 20 games in a row where they had all start right. five starting us. And they didn't, they just they didn't, didn't, they have didn't, have, they, they, didn't, have, didn't have, they didn't
1: have, they didn't have, have
0: three, but, and, and you know what that happened with the Brooklyn Nets. It was when they played the Celtics game one, they finally had their big three together. It was their 10th game together. Like they were only played nine games before that together. If you want to look at the positives of the Boston Celtics, number one, they signed Jason Tatum to a contract before the season. So like you have him locked up, you have Jalen Brown locked up Then number two and three, the Nets and Sixers have both lost the next round. They're neither of them in our Eastern Conference finals. Like, you should be happy about that because that would be embarrassing if one of those teams went to the finals. And everyone thought it was going to be those two playing each other in the Eastern Conference finals. So Ben Simmons completely exposed himself. And now you look back on it and you look back on it and be like, Ainge actually made the right choices in those drafts. We,
1: like, we knew, we knew he made the right decisions back then. Yeah. It's, just, it's just like, just you're seeing it like more validation. Force. It is in yeah. your face right now. Like, Holy cow. These guys that, that Ainge passed on suck out loud.
0: And then the nets like karma with Kyrie Irving getting hurt with his ankle. That's karma. you got Kevin Durant, who's Kevin Durant. And that's awesome to see. No. Uh, yeah. James- no,
1: I, I, I used to be a very heavy on the Kevin Durant slander. I think Tyler would probably feel the same way. Kevin Durant's one of the best scorers of our generation. Like, like the one of the best basketball players we've ever seen, especially when it comes to just pure scoring ability. Dude can do it from anywhere. Just like we were talking about Tatum, Tatum is that same way. You put them on all three levels of the court, they're going to find a way to, to get some buckets.
0: was rooting for him to hit that overtime shot Yeah. like and it's just funny if his feet were a little bit smaller i know they would have won the game threes off that but um it's it's now you're hearing reports kyrie irving like is already causing a stir in brooklyn and get him out of there get him out of there so so the celtics now need to take advantage right so you get horford back they need to make a move still like right you need a point guard is is marcus smart going to be with this team next year is Jalen Brown going to be with this team next year? It seems like one of those guys is on their way out though. I I feel like
1: I wouldn't disagree with that. I would definitely feel like there's a core of those two main guys, but I would definitely sway in the direction of the Jasons and Jalen. So,
0: so they were saying this on radio, like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are kind of like the same player, right? They're just like the same guy. You need someone, but but the way they were saying is you need someone that really like, contrast one of those guys like right it should it should just be jason tatum's team and we've been saying this like having Kyrie around next to tatum is like good for development but like yeah, totally we good. need it to be tatum's team he needs to grab right. the ball it needs to be him he needs to take over and that's and that's another plus he that's yeah. what he was doing down the stretch he, he started taking over put the ball in his hand, score the buckets, win the games.
1: And that's what Kemba said. The minute he signed with Boston, he said it in his press conference that it wasn't going to be his team, that he was, he had been the guy in Charlotte for the last eight years of his career. He had to carry the load down there. And he said, he finally got to delegate that and help the young guys develop in Jason and Jalen. Um, and he, you definitely saw that development, the the way that Kemba was able to just lead the team in that direction and allow Jason Tatum to be himself versus the last point guard that was in Boston, who didn't really necessarily allow allow jason tatum or jalen brown to do that and and that's where you get that growth but um jumping into the guys that are making these decisions danny Ainge is no longer making these draft night decisions in boston anymore he might get a phone call here and there but he's not he's not running the show anymore and um it's definitely not like a good riddance thing it's definitely not like a sour goodbye but he's retired officially left the team no longer with the boston celtics and brad stevens stepping in to fill that role of, of general manager of the, the Boston Celtics, which will be unique. Cause I'm not sure how that translates from just being a strictly on court basketball mind to being in the front office uh, like literally putting a team together. I think that's a totally different world, but um, well, that's, that's, what do you- that's
0: like, well, it, it, you never see that ever. Right. Right. And it's just uh, it's like graduation almost, or something like Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's an organization that looks at Brad Stevens and, looks at him to say in terms of history, I think he's like the fifth or fourth most winning his coach yeah. with the Boston Celtics. Like basically them that. saying
1: like, it's not your fault. Like we it, understand you've what gotten you us did. to the Eastern conference right.
0: finals. You just could never get over that hump. It's unfortunate. And and I think they don't put the total blame on his coaching totally. because what well, we just talked about injuries yeah. and the trades just don't work out and playerships doesn't work out, but they also know it's time for a change. Like I, we want a player's coach, right? We do want a player's coach. We want someone that connects more with the players. So not to turn it into a race thing. They were trying to turn this into a humongous race thing on Twitter. Yeah, I saw, I saw people,
1: people, some people were gaslighting the hell out of but, it,
0: but I'm going to, I'm going to spin that into saying the Boston Red Sox, right? right? Alex Cora is a player's coach who connects with the players. Through
1: and attacks.
0: through 100%. So Brad Stevens, unfortunately just does not connect with them. Right. And they're looking at it like, well, you know what, Brad, you've done great with our organization. Let's put you in the spot. And maybe Danny Ainge, like you said, is getting a phone call once in a while. Maybe he's helping him and mentoring him. They've been talking about maybe Danny will go to Utah or or wherever to go out West and and go do over there. Maybe Danny just wants to chill. Like he's like, he's had heart problems, health issues. He's just, I'll help out once in a while. I'm still part of this organization in some sort of capacity. Maybe they'll give him some fake title role eventually um, in transitions to Brad Stevens, but I like now what that organization, they're, they're, it's, they're, it's not souring Stevens, right? right? And now Stevens already making moves. And, and I think Stevens yeah, within, to make,
1: the, within the first week of being GM, yeah, with,
0: before even having a coach, yeah. he, he made a move like, and, and I like that. So um, what I was that move?
1: Just remind us.
0: Well, Kemba Walker, the Kemba Walker oh, trade pain. The Oklahoma city. Yeah. Al Horford's back.
1: Al Horford is back. That's pretty cool.
0: It's cool. I mean, he likes Boston. He and, and he, it's crazy. He left to go make his money in Philly, and then he got traded over to Oklahoma City. And then the Celtics, I think, are only on the hook for like ten million or something like that. It's like not they're bad. not on the hook for all. That's not bad. They save money. They I think they have nine million they can use. They can use that to sign four in here.
1: It is going to kind of make the draft night boring because I think our first they're round like pick 40th, went to OKC or something. Yeah. Yeah. So. Pick. So there won't pretty be, much won't be a good rookie class coming into ball. What's his name? Or, Moses
0: Moses Brown. Moses but Brown,
1: yeah, the big man. Twenty. You're pretty
0: much spending that 16th pick on him. Yeah, like that's what you're exactly,
1: using. exactly. You get a guy that you've seen in the NBA who can actually,
0: I, I huge I, boards. This this sounds dumb, but like I said, you know Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, right? You got to start looking at pieces. Rob Williams, you might have to look at him in possible trade. You just, right. you just picked up Al Horford. You have Tristan Thompson. You have Moses Brown. So you already have a couple bigs Rob Williams right now, his peak trade value is sky high, especially that's right now. On, yeah. his, Absolutely. on his rookie deal. And he only has one more year left. Right. Right. Or, and then before an option comes in or whatever happens, are you keeping Rob Williams like long-term here, or you want to use that as a trade piece to get somebody in here? So that's another thing that needs to be kind of talked about in I just I, – I think that it needs to be shaken up. Things need to right. be shaken up. And, and and I think that you need to cut ties with, with one of these major players or core guys, yeah. I, I think. And when you do that, it's not like you're losing them and you're not getting any – you'll get something off of it. You yeah. will.
1: And, and the fact that you get – you've already got two bigs coming back in one trade, that's huge, especially in today's NBA where you're going to need some guy anchoring that middle for, for all these guard-heavy teams that are, are coming in. It's very, it, very lopsided –
0: Another thing with Al Horford is, is um, you know, his body's, he's old, he's 34 old maybe, yep. you know, 35, 34, like he, his body's breaking down, but, he's but, they, but but so another thing too, Brendan is halfway through the season, Oklahoma knew, knew what they were doing. Yeah. They told, Yo, yeah, Horford,
1: I, I hated that. I hated that by the way. They told
0: Horford, we're shutting you down for the season. So yeah. now when, that was crap. But the point I'm making is he's fresh. Right, he's fresh. Right. He got rest that was needed at his age, and now coming back to Boston, he's got a little chip on his shoulder, something to prove. Like, hey, I still have something, Boston. Maybe it's just for the season. Maybe it's for one year. Right, but he right. has something to prove, for, and the fans are going to respect him and, and, and cheer for him and root for him. So, um, I, I, I that's why I'm looking at the Rob Williams thing as like, do you do you like what can they do? You got to
1: look at start moving around.
0: I'm- I I know. Like, well, I mean, I would love for them to get like. Where's Tyler right now? Carl Anthony Towns. I would love to hear his <laughs> no, 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 no. We
1: like, I, we've gone over this. We don't want him in Boston. He's rotten in Minnesota right now.
0: Damian Lillard.
1: Damon Lillard got the gears turning. I, I'm Boston needs a point guard. Rondo will be be available after the year. You never know. They it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an All Star. You you, never, you know who the next point guard of the Boston Celtics. We've had what go back four now. They've all been. Uh, all stars. So they gotta be one of them's gotta be it, but
0: I just just like I'm I'm looking at this and I'm I'm hoping Brad Stevens. So so trader Danny was also hoarder Danny. He hoarded yeah. all those picks, he draft those picks, and they'd all end up on the the Red Claws, now the main Celtics, right? Yeah. I want Stevens to be the complete opposite. I just want him to trade the assets away, get,
1: get the players moving now talent. Yeah,
0: and, and 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 this is what Danny Ainge did when he had Paul Pierce. And he got the Kevin Garnett and he did the rail. He sold out. Yeah. He sold everything to get that championship. Stevens needs to do that now. And you can,
1: mir- you can you literally mirror that if you look at, at where we're at right now. Say, say Jason Tatum is Paul Pierce. That's the, the asset you have drafted. The best player on the team. A top 10 player in the, the NBA as it stands today. You look around the league and you have some pieces. You can trade for all-star caliber players that are going to mesh with Jason Tatum and get you to that next level of getting past the Eastern conference finals. I don't care if the Celtics make the Eastern conference finals anymore. You have to make the finals. You have to make that push and get past that hurdle of getting past that step, because that's where they've been stuck the last five years. And you can say, well, we don't
0: need to sell out. We can develop. That's what they've been doing for the last decade. And it hasn't gotten them to the finals. So why not just fucking sell out for a championship, the possibility to maybe win two championships just like 2008 Guess what? All the fans will be happy. Guess what? Stevens does that quickly. Everyone's gonna be like, wow, what a great GM he is. And then you never know. It's just a gamble. Like you just never know how this new current NBA goes. Boston wins the championship, you know, and you're not having, it's not like, what it was in 08 to two thousand ten and eleven, where those those stars were aging. These guys yeah. are still super young. These guys so are fresh. Do, yep. So if you can do it now and make that trade, and you have a young Jalen and Tatum um, on your team, you might become a destination. You might start yeah. picking people up. You never. That's, you never know.
1: That's where you run into a problem with the whole free agency thing, though, with basketball because we bring Kemba Walker in and we trade him after after two years or what three years. Uh, so that's just not oh, the, loyalty. Yeah, I know. That's that's the problem you run into with free agency. Like, that's yeah, actually, kind of
0: crazy. He's the first free agent signing in forever. Huge in one,
1: huge one. Yeah.
0: And they kicked him. They kicked him
1: I know. Like, so yeah,
0: isn't that isn't that?
1: That's uh, why I'm not. I don't get too <laughs> optimistic for like free agency and and yeah. ha- the Celtics having a huge offseason spending wise, just going into free agency. I'm you'll get some role players here and there. I think Evan Fournier is probably going to be the focus this year, but I, I, I got, also, you got you got to trade for those big big names. You can't. They're not going to sign in Boston. The, now. the
0: the the whole race issue that was getting brought up towards the end. Uh, with Kyra Irving and stuff, it was, oh, yeah. it was, uh, it was hard to, because the team didn't want to talk about it and some did. And, right. and, and it just feels like the wheels were just falling apart. So I feel like this team is now going to get a new identity with the head coach. Yes. You have players now like Tatum and, and Brown that have a say in what's going on they probably respect Stevens because that's who they know. And that was their coach. But now he's in his new little cushy office job and he's going to be looking out for them to be like, what do you guys need? What do you guys want? Go recruit, go do your thing. You're going on team USA. Like go tell me what you need to do.
1: And there's going to be a great relationship there between the players and the GM. It's not the most important relationship to have. I think that most important one is going to be between the head coach and the players who, by the way, I don't even think we've said his name. It's how do you say his name? Is it Ime? is that you're he's you're better saying? than me. Yeah. I, I couldn't I tell. Yudoka. Um, but yeah, new head coach of the Boston Celtics. I think that's going to be a great relationship well, moving forward. And I
0: think what was, what was Paul Pierce's relationship like with Danny Ainge? Like think I don't about know. think about 07 when they yeah. were the worst team in the league and he's still the, the top caliber player right. like so that's another thing where you you brought you have Doc Rivers there which you know that Pierce and Doc meshed well. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: So then I'm wondering if, you know, Pierce sat down with Ainge was like, I need this to happen. Let's make this happen. Um, and maybe Pierce did some recruiting off to the side totally. with Garnett and Ray Allen. So you want to, like you said, they can mimic like yeah. it, that's in, that's in, that's in Danny Ainge's playbook that he could just pass off to Stevens, like, this is how I did it. No 8 Right. Like, this is how we pulled it off and you have better assets to do it than I did at the time. Like you're not the worst team in the league with a high draft pick. Like you have the assets around you to make that work now.
1: And like you said, they can do this kind of recruiting. Like they could actually go to like Brad Stevens can go to the players. The players can go to Brad Stevens and say like, what are you guys looking for? Like what will make this team work? What's going to help us get to that next level. And like the thing you said, recruiting, Jason Tatum's playing on team USA in a month from now, which is going to be so cool. Uh, I'm just excited for the Olympics to be back. And I think team USA, like, all basketball fans everywhere, especially in the United States, just kind of come together, like get to cheer on your, your favorite players, the best of the best going at it against some, some Serbian dudes. It's a ton of fun. Well,
0: like I said, is that the important thing was, and I was pretty shocked because I've come on this uh, show, not this episode, the show and said, I don't think Tatum's going to sign long-term. I don't think, I think Tatum's going to walk. I think Tatum's going to walk. When he signed his contract, he's, he, he's like, I'm putting loyalty in this franchise. You put it back in you put it back into me. So they let that. Maybe they knew something. Maybe Danny was saying, this is my last year. Don't say anything to anybody. It's going to be my last year. This is going to be Steven. Like maybe he already knew about this. And I think as a franchise, you need to hand the keys to his Tatum. This is, this is now what we're seeing it in front of our eyes. Yeah. It's his show. So he already has that relationship with Stevens as the coach. Now he's the GM. He, Tatum should have the ability to knock on his door and say, I want this to happen. I demand right, right. this to happen. And you know what they got to do? They give it to him. They
1: have because, they have to.
0: Because that number zero, you want that in the rafters. Yep. Like you want that Tatum jersey up there. Like that's what you want to keep him happy for a decade. This NBA where players are going left and right and here and there and doing this. Give him what he wants because what's the thing? What you just said about the recruiting. If Tatum's going, oh, that's my franchise. I get to do whatever I want. I can pull the strings of this and that. That's going to make other players want to play there because yeah. they feel more comfortable. Like, oh, well, Tatum runs the show. Like, it's not just the puppets up there and that's right. in the suites. That it's like Tatum runs the show. Just like LeBron runs your exactly. show on the Lakers. GM just like, LeBron. <laughs> but, but in some of these other big stars, like Trey Young, who's going to have way more say now in Atlanta. Like yeah. Giannis has the say in Milwaukee. Like, like that's what Tatum now has in Boston.
1: you do- do we have a good nickname for Jason Tatum yet? I feel like there's been some floated around. Like we were all, we were fast to give a lot of other guys nicknames, but I feel like Jason Tatum still doesn't have the nickname. You know what I mean? Like there's options, but I feel like none of them are the one yet. Like what, I know what
0: his nickname I, I know,
1: be. I know. Like, I think he, I think Tatum calls himself agent zero after Gilbert arenas. Um, Cause I think that's why he wears zero in the first place, but it doesn't, it doesn't work. Cause someone's already been agent zero. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. You can't mimic or copy yeah, that. Man. Yeah. You
1: can't, you can't take someone else's nickname. That's just not the way. Well, it when works.
0: did the truth come? Like the Shaq did the truth. Shaq called him tears.
1: the truth. Yeah.
0: I think maybe some, maybe something like that will happen for Tatum. Oh yeah. Somewhere. That was
1: the other one. Cause I think LeBron called Tatum the problem. I think that's the one that people want to happen, but it, I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of negative connotations. that could come along with that call Jason Tatum, the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that's I'm sure the one. something will come up. <laughs> it's gotta it's gotta something's gotta stick. Like JT, I was, like I hate I hate just the initial ones. Like Q&B. I was never a
0: fan of uh of Time Lord. Like I always thought that was Time horrible. Lord's cool though.
1: It makes sense. Like the story behind it, like there's reasoning and it's stuck. Yeah. Like n- none of them have stuck to Jason Tatum yet. They've just kind of like brushed off.
0: I'm just looking at the scores right now. Yeah,
1: they'll be one. But, yeah, the Sox are playing right now. We can start moving under that. But uh, I'll, give, I'll give the Bruins one last little shout out. They, they lost in five games to the Islanders. So go Bruins. Fun season.
0: I I, I have been rooting for Montreal because I think they're just a fun little story. little they're Canadian team. they complete underdogs. And uh, I am not a Tuca Rask guy. I am completely against Tuka.
1: He had a great playoff, though.
0: So. I am completely against Tuca Rask. And he, cannot, he cannot close it out. And you're going to have another goaltender, and Carey Price, who's been with that team forever, and he's oh, going to, Montreal. He's going to carry that team uh, to a championship against the Tampa Bay Lightning, who just won their Game Seven, which I'm just looking at right now.
1: Lightning won Game Seven.
0: Yeah, and they're going to be complete underdogs in that.
1: No, Lightning. Montreal can, Montreal oh, I was going to say, yeah, Lightning. Are probably... But I'm
0: saying goaltending is going to win that series, and I think that you're going to see that. Is it just, in
1: Tampa? Vasilevsky, is that his name? Who, oh, their goaltender? Yeah, Red Sox. or Not Red Sox. The Bruins ran into him the last time, yeah. two, two years ago. Valeska, yeah. Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. Something like that. Shout uh, out to took, all the, took, the NHL guys that I took can pronounce the all these European names.
0: I took the Lightning, minus one and a half, and they only won one nothing. They missed the oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: netter. Oh, yeah. Oh, they missed the empty netter?
0: Yeah. That's I a bad that. beat. That's tough. Now I'm seeing it right now. That's tough. But, but well, moving Bucks, on. Yeah, all right. We'll go on. Yeah, we'll
1: Red move Sox, on to the Red next four. The Boston Red Sox are having a great year. I don't think we've recorded a show since since they were down in the dumps, um, losing three of their the first – first three games of the season and before winning nine straight so i don't think we've talked about the red Sox at all since then because we haven't been together since then but the red Sox are great we thought there was kind of a fluky team at the beginning of the year there are a good team that will be in the playoffs this year it'll probably be a wild card or or divisional round spot but we'll see where they go but they're playing the new york yankees right now it's pedroia night down in fenway yeah rick flair was there too rick flair the nature boy made an appearance but um that was a that was a did you watch the ceremony
0: no, I didn't.
1: It's good stuff because I feel like one of our last shows, we were doing our like Pedroia ovation, like shouting out PD and all his accomplishments and what he's meant to the Boston Red Sox for the last uh, 15 years or so. But it was a pretty cool like ovation. He got to see the fans say goodbye one more time. He got to have his, his, his moment um, as being the most important guy in Fenway one more time uh, since he didn't get to play that last game. Uh, because of because of the injuries, he's 37 years old and he's he's got a knee replacement already. Like that's that's insane. The guy played through everything. He played with played his heart out. But uh, mad respect to Dustin Pedroia. It is Dustin Pedroia night at Fenway and the Red Sox are winning four to three, in the bottom of the eighth inning. So get three more outs. The Red Sox can seal the deal there and move on to be four and O against the New York Yankees. But Red Sox pitching hasn't been great this year. They've, they've kind of like limped, limped around, but it's got them to a 44 and 31 record as it stands right now, which is good for, for second in the AL.
0: Do you think that Richards was using substance?
1: Oh, he was absolutely, absolutely using the sticky stuff. And
0: I, I, as a casual baseball fan, it's pretty embarrassing that they have to keep checking the pitchers, it's it's, checking it over and looking at their belts and like, it just, it's, I get why they're doing it, but it's just – it's embarrassing if right. look for the league right it's, now.
1: Right. It started on Monday. Like, I, I'm embarrassed as a baseball fan to watch it. Like, yeah. I can't imagine what these pitchers are doing, like having to take their hat and glove and belt off just to throw it to an umpire to say, hey, you got any got any sunscreen and, on there? You got anything sticky on there?
0: And, and Tony Maz on the Baseball Reporter show was kind of going off and saying – managers are just going to dick around with bumps right. and like, they're just going to in the, in the other opposing pitchers and just yeah. be like oh check him. You know, it was the Max Scherzer there.
1: thing. This, yeah. that, that bugged me a lot. It was uh, the Philadelphia Phillies against the Washington nationals. And Oh, golly. Um, Joe Girardi, that bum, that former New York Yankee manager who, who ended up getting fired out of New York, uh, managing the Phillies and Bryce Harper. Now called for a, it was in the, one out against the Nationals. I couldn't tell you what inning, but Max Scherzer's in his zone. He's dealing. He's got like seven or eight strikeouts. And and Joe Girardi says, Hey, check him for the sticky stuff. You can't do that, especially it's like a challenge in the middle of the game. If there's no repercussions, managers are gonna keep doing it, and there's gonna be nothing to stop them. Like you gotta be punished if there's like if there's nothing sticky on him, if he's not using the substance, you can't punish a guy and get him out of his rhythm. For, for doing nothing wrong you you that can't stand you can't be doing that I do love the fact that all these umpires um not the umpires all these uh pitchers are just making a joke out of it just taking their pants off just throwing all the stuff on the ground make the umpires have to pick it up if I was in their shoes I'd be doing the exact same thing especially if I I wasn't a guy using the sticky stuff Garrett Richards can't be one of the guys throwing his hat and glove on the ground. Cause he's, he definitely used to use some stuff for his, his uh, breaking balls, curve balls, splitters, whatever. Um, but it is not a good look, especially having it broadcasted on mostly every game this week, since it is such a new thing. I don't think it's a thing that you're going to see continue for like, if, if I look into baseball in five years from now, that's not something that's happening every game.
0: So the Red Sox right now, right. They're going to, close this game out. You win this year 4 zero against the Yankees. Yeah. If they can sweep, yeah. this is the, like, this is the most perfect time for the Boston Red Sox to sweep another series against the Yankees, because oh, wow. you're going into now, you know, the Patriots are not coming back till another month. The Celtics are done. The Bruins are done. You're getting into the finals. There's going to be nothing for the next, to be all eyes on you. All eyes are on baseball coming up. So, and then the all Star break. So, all eyes on the Red Sox. If they can get hot going into the all-star break, man, like, like this, this, they have a championship feel to them. They, they do.
1: They are a they, playoff they, team. I'm not sure if they're right at that championship level yet. They,
0: I want to see what happens when Chris Sale comes back.
1: Yeah. that That's the thing. Like this kind of rotation has been limping right now, but you're going to have a, a rookie and Tanner Houck coming up. And then uh, Chris Sale coming back, a, a Cy Young contender year in and year out when he is healthy he's coming off Cy Young so he's gonna have a brand new elbow this guy's gonna be dealing and Tanner Houck who I just mentioned they call him the right-handed Chris Sale so if you have two Chris Sales on the team that's dangerous for anybody you do not want to run into that come September October and I I think the the Red Sox are gonna have some some noise to make this year and uh, they just got another base hit I think they just scored another run against the Yankees so got some insurance but uh, insurance just like Chris Sale coming back he's starting to get healthy is doing his rehab assignment. So if you're listening to the show, um, make your way down to Worcester. The Worcester Worcester Red Sox are a thing now, and Chris Sale's going to be there in in no time starting – Actually, get some rehab games in. Start actually, dealing. you should
0: tell me, you should tell me when that is because I'd like to go down there. Yeah, I like to go to a Woo Sox game. The, Woos-
1: the Woo Sox are kind of the best show in town down there right now. They got a brand new ballpark It's not. Completely I've seen, I've seen yet, but...
0: Instagram videos and pictures and stuff, Pretty and people cool. seem like they have a good time down there.
1: It's the most expensive AAA stadium in the country now, <laughs> so oh, it's gotta is it be good to
0: be like, go to a game.
1: No, no, no. Like to that they built it. Like uh, most most stadiums, I feel like AAA wise, they're kind of just yeah. resemble like a college baseball stadium but good, this for the, good
0: for the city of Worcester especially oh, yeah. Absolutely. someone who was a former employee of the Massachusetts Pirates the arena yeah. football team who's who's been in Worcester at the DC the DC DCU DCU yeah. stinks it's a crappy arena I remember but going it, to hockey games there <laughs> but it's it's good for the city that's in central mass you know right. that get that's gonna get some love you at get least. some
1: baseball exactly you get baseball and then it's you have so an cool.
0: arena there you know what I mean right. so and Worcester is what
1: the second biggest second biggest town in Mass so you gotta give them some love. Yeah
0: How's your trips going on with uh oh, baseball man. trips?
1: We had a lot. What was the last one I told you about? I think when, when was the last time we recorded? April?
0: Ape, like yeah, early before the draft.
1: So it must have been probably Texas was the last one I told you about. Where have you been since then? So I did the opening day one, I did the Minnesota one. I went to Texas because I I don't yeah, I, we haven't recorded since we I did a Texas socks got another base hit, man. Come on now. Um I went to Texas and we watched the draft at the baseball game because it's the first round. Pat's have 15th overall pick. We're like, Oh my God, they actually took Mac Jones. And it was just kind of running all kinds of thoughts. I tried not to think about it. I didn't know if I liked it or didn't like it in the moment. I wasn't listening to any sort of commentary. I was just watching baseball, watching some Red Sox baseball. Um, it was just, it was a weird situation because you're in like a football mindset, but you're also baseball mindset at the same time, which, um, just bouncing all over the place, but I definitely didn't like the Mac Jones thing at first one. Cause I was wanted baseball. I just want to win right now. And I didn't think that would, that would help him immediately. But now looking back at it, I think it's a great pick, but staying on baseball uh, did Texas got to see that stadium. Where did I go next? Um, sheesh. I did a trip to one of my buddies weddings who got married in Ohio. So I got to, I didn't get to see the red Sox out there. I missed them by a few days, but Got to go to Cincinnati, see that ballpark. Went to Cleveland, see that ballpark where the Cubs won the World Series five years ago, which was that was kind of pretty cool. Um, just seeing the field and what kind of history happened there. That's what I love about all, all this stuff. But um, from there, I don't think I've been to. A, I haven't been to a Sox game. It's been a, it's been a minute, but I am going next week. Oh, well,
0: what game five. are you going to?
1: I'm going to six games in a row. So it's going to be a good week.
0: I'm I'm going to go July 1st. It's a it's a day I, game. I won't
1: be in Boston though. I'm doing a West Coast trip.
0: Oh, and then the West Coast next next week.
1: So I'm going oh, No,
0: they to... they they're, they're in Boston next week.
1: Yes, yes. They are, but next weekend's 4th of July and that's the games I'm going to.
0: Ah, you going on the weekend? Yep.
1: Yeah. So they weekend. so the Red Sox play in Oakland Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: That makes sense why that Thursday game is a one o'clock game. Exactly.
1: Cause that's a travel day and they're going out all to right. Oakland. Same yeah. as me. Um, so I'll be there for the 4th of July. <laughs> I'm basically their groupie. That's, that's what I've been this year. It's been a ton of fun. Um, but I'm going out there going with some of my good friends, one of my best friends who's an A's fan. Um, so we're get to enjoy three of those games out there in the Bay before they tear that stadium down see the, the old Coliseum and all the history that's gone down there. And then going actually down to Anaheim. And the Red Sox are playing down in Anaheim for three games. So, I'm going to go to all three of those. So, it's going to be a busy week. But
0: You get to see – will Otani be pitching
1: when you're out there? He might. I've already seen Otani pitch this year, though. He came to a game in Arizona at a little work event at at the stadium.
0: He's he's special. He He is is, special. And you can see
1: that as, like, you're not, like, a strictly baseball guy. Yeah, he is.
0: unbelievable he's a, he's a modern day babe ruth yes like he, he is he i've is never seen anything special. like it we may no, never ever. see
1: anything like this again no, in our I, lifetime. I,
0: I don't know why he does not get more you know right. in the limelight like he uh, to the casuals like right, that guy right. needs to is it because he's asian is that why I don't, <laughs> I, I, that's, I, no, that's one of the reasons
1: i love him because he's a japanese player and i love all these japanese players that get all the attention they so humble been, yeah there's been so some humble. great players to come out of japan
0: when they, when, when they, they, he was pitching and then he, they went to go check his hat. He's like, yeah. here you go. There you go. There like, you go. Check. He's this. a funny like, guy. Like, it's it just uh. but then he like that stat line of him hitting home run, home run, home yeah. run pitches like six innings and like five strikeouts and home run two he's home runs. Tied like,
1: for the league lead in home runs right now. At, at least right now, I think he's got the league lead at 22 right now, tied for the you, league lead, but, but he's you know also what? throwing a two, seven, four ERA. That doesn't but, make sense
0: that's like, that's what I like about baseball. That's what I, yes. that's a, that's a baseball player like right, right. there. Like he's old school. Like you right. just know that. And that's what it's I love just, about
1: baseball is the, the uniqueness of each player. You can have any, anybody playing baseball. Like if, if you stick your nose down and you're dedicated to your craft, you can play baseball. And that's what it's like. We're talking about Dustin Pedroya. It's Pedroia night. This dude's like five, nine, one rookie of the year in three world series that doesn't happen on accident for a, no. a like a guy that's five, nine.
0: Well, the thing with Otani is he's just going to be rotting away on that team. In angels it, just
1: in, in, like Mike Trout, which is, yeah. Brutal.
0: And it's like, that's a guy that needs to be in first place right now. On right. A first right. place team. Like that's what it needs to be.
1: He knew what and, he was doing when he signed there. You're signing with, yeah. with, with Mike Trout, one of the, the best players of our generation. Um, and Otani it's better than Mike Trout right now. I'll yes. say that I'll say that on air. Like that's that if you told me that two years ago, I'd say, like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, I, I
0: I I've like as a casual fan, I have invested my time to just look at his stats or just like oh, I yeah. want to see him pitch. I want to see his highlights. I'm investing my time as a casual to be like, I'm following his career this on out, and I want him to be like yeah. the greatest player of all time. I know you're a gambling I, man.
1: I, I would put I would put some money on him winning MVP right now because I think he's even or plus two hundred right now. So it might be worth it because a, a guy like him who's putting up MVP numbers on one side of the the ball but also pitching. Do you that's get that? Gonna... M-
0: do, do does the MLB give you MVP even if your team doesn't make the playoffs? Yeah, and Mike Trout complete garbage. Like I don't like Mike Trout
1: that. literally every year I of don't his career. like That
0: I don't like that. Like that's yeah. why I look at like Steph Curry. He only had five votes for MVP, but I believe if, if, if Golden State got into the playoffs, which they should have, they, they completely fumbled that. If Golden State got in the playoffs, I think Kyrie uh, Kyrie, I think Stephen Curry at least would have been 45 votes. Like he would have had, like he would have, he would have, because of what he did towards the end in that last two months. So I just, I always always, and I I said it, that's why he didn't get MVP because the most valuable player should be getting the team into the playoffs, even if they're that bad, which golden state was this year. Um, That's the way I look at the angels. Like he, he'll get MVP, but it's like, you need to get into the, right. That's what's, that's what, that's I kind of enjoy that fact about baseball because there's going to be
1: great players on bad teams. Like, like I said, we, we see that every year and Mike Trout who's, just Look at Degrom. The, Degrom is exactly. nasty and like in a way in New York.
0: And like, yeah, it's just their their team. Now his stat it.
1: line is is crazy too. I think he's allowed five 8, earned
0: nine ERA. I was just yeah. looking up Degrom because he's, he's pitching think, tomorrow. He's yeah. pitching tomorrow, so I think I was, he's, I he's got
1: a. He's allowed five earned runs all year. That that unbelievable numbers, but he's also driven in six because he's a batter too. Because they have to in the National League. If if he wasn't, he wouldn't be doing like Otani type things, but. He's driven in six runs. 0.50
0: ERA, hundred and seventeen strikeouts. See that's gone down. Only Ten walks.
1: That's going down since the last time I checked. Last time I looked at it, it was it was oh five six. It just keeps dropping. The dude's unreal. He 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 should be the MVP favorite in the the National League right now. And Otani should be in in, in the American League. Could you imagine if we had two? basically pitchers win. doesn't happen often. I don't know if the last time that's happened, but baseball's fun. And that's it's one of the, the things I like about that.
0: I just, they need, when you got these other, you know, you got these other two um, leagues finishing up right now. Yeah. Baseball needs to stop with the silly crap of the check and the pitchers and all this.
1: Yeah, they, they can't have that in two weeks from now when everyone's focused everyone's on because the finals. All are are on, on, right.
0: Yeah, all eyes are on you because there's nothing else going on. Right and people are going to want to get out in the summertime and go to games and this and that. Yeah. You, you don't need that as a, as a league.
1: Right. Baseball, it's a bad luck.
0: I just feel like baseball over these years have been finding ways for them, for people to shit on their product. Like, right. Just,
1: and that's the commissioner. Unnecessary. That's, like we, we talk all kinds of, of, of mess about Roger Goodell and what a terrible commissioner he is. He's doing things for football i'm not going to say they're great things i'm not going to say they're they're hurting football because football is growing at an enormous rate still to this day but baseball has just been stagnant i, I swear like we're talking about growing the game still like no other sports talking about growing the sport getting more people involved getting fans more engaged baseball's not been not only stagnant it's been on a decline in the last 10 20 years and that's all honestly do thanks to to rob manfred and all these rules and and things that he's putting into place, like the sticky substance rule. And he, he, if he wants to save face, there's going to, I look, look back at this show in, in a year from now or two years from now, um, there's going to be a mess. There's going to be a lockout in the MLB because of, of Rob Manfred, um, when the new collective bargaining agreement needs to be, um, be signed and, and negotiated between the owners and the players union, it's going to be a mess. Um, because of, of the players, like, in a, not inability, um, unwillingness to, to accept the just awful changes. Like, Rob Manfred's making a mess out of baseball, and it's embarrassing. You can see that as, like, just a casual baseball fan in the sticky substance checks. It's not good. It's not a good look, and there's it's going to be chaos come, come the negotiations. And I, I'm pretty confident there's going to be a lockout um, and stoppage of play in baseball very soon. Um, I don't know when that's going to be, I don't know when that bargaining agreements up, but it's, it's coming soon. And there's going to be a stoppage of play in in a year and a half from now.
0: Uh, what's your thoughts on the extra innings rule this year? Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I like it. You like it. I like it. Yeah.
1: See, that's, that's the difference. like, I'm the baseball guy, like as a casual (laughs) fan, you start with a, start with a guy on second. Here's my take on it. You know, you know, hockey, right? Yeah. they have rules for the regular season and they have rules for the postseason yeah if the mlb if if they were to come out because this runner on second rule applies to the postseason as well it shouldn't it should not it should it's, not the game in postseason
0: i like it for regular season though.
1: Curious, yes i'm i'm okay if it if they're set on it staying that um staying around i'm cool with it only being during the regular season for that the 162 but when you get to the playoffs it should be just baseball yeah like that's like a runner on seconds not baseball like that's just literally no
0: it should go if it goes 18 innings it goes 18 innings right like, and that's what different. we're getting
1: cheated out of now is yeah. those classic games that should be going like 14 15 like those games when they end they are electric like teams yeah. are relieved they're letting the rest of their their stored up energy out uh because they don't they're not like expending a ton of it you're using all your players. You're using all your pitchers. You're using all your bench guys. Um, once, twice, you got pitchers coming in to pinch hit. It's insane, but I that's like part of the the aura of baseball is all the madness that can happen come those late innings. And we saw that in the World Series. The Red Sox won three years ago when they, they went 18 innings versus the Los Angeles Dodgers, and no one could get a run through through nine extra innings until Max Muncie hit a walk-off home run, um, which the Red Sox – ended up winning that world series anyway so it really didn't matter but um the game should be at in its purest form come playoffs if they want to keep that runner on second rule during the regular season cool have it your way but, but it's another, innings, it was
0: a, it was another way to speed up the process especially right. in the regular season like that, that's been I,
1: I, that's been rob banford's big thing is speeding up the game but if a game goes extra innings it's going to go long you're yeah. like even those two extra innings like extra frames like the 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 road team is going to get first the first at bats and that's probably going to go 15 20 minutes sometimes if especially with a runner on second you're just going to be some strategy involved there um but getting the game down to its basic form is what it should be you can't change the game entirely like extra innings are going to go long regardless and i don't think there should be there should be a process for speeding up the regular nine innings but like the regulation like pitch clocks whatever but if you're going extra innings, you're going extra innings. If the game's going to go long, regardless, so you're in the trenches at that point. And I don't think they they should change that. I
0: feel like the only way you want to speed up a nine inning game is 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 every you don't even do three balls and two strikes. It's <laughs> yeah. just a it's a one on one count like automatically. So like be,
1: like softball.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, like that's the only way you're going to speed it up. Like yeah. in terms, you can't do the pitch clock, and that doesn't work. It's never right. that's never going to work. They're gonna take right. breaks and timeouts and this and that. Um, and then there's gonna be innings where hit after hit after hit after hit, and then you gotta get the pitcher needs to warm up. And like there's sometimes there's an inning, a half an inning that goes 40 minutes. Yeah. Like it just, no, it just uh, yeah,
1: I've I've seen them go at like an hour long. There's, there's other there's ones that it's
0: four pitches and the innings over, like the and, half inning's over. And that's
1: where there's like a lot of kind of um not repetition, but um I don't know the word I'm looking for. Um, but like teams or play not players fans want the game sped up like normal fans want the game sped up and there's been amazing pitching this year there's been seven no hitters to date this year which matches the the record and no hitters are fast when a team's not getting hits that team's not getting on base those games fly those games are two two hours long Hmm. but when teams are getting hits like they're bringing back these like getting rid of the sticky stuff um they have the dead ball but when when the ball's flying Home runs are cool. Home runs are what fans are are, are getting fans excited and what people want to see, but it makes the game take longer. So there's like a give and take there. So um, it's, it's what, whatever you want, you're going to get a little bit of it, but you're also going to take away from another side of the the game. Like if you want games sped up, you're going to lose pitching. If, or you're going to get pitching. If you want games, it's not, it's, it's it's, it's not fixable.
0: It's not fixable. Like there's, there's, I don't think there's anything you can really do that's going to like, put more asses in the seats right like, they, they, i just
1: you're i think it's it's kind of like uh, you're either a fan or you're not yeah at that at the end of the day but and,
0: i do think that now over time brendan like these next couple generations of, of kids growing up right are they going to become baseball fans or is it just going to start i don't know losing hey, its man, luster
1: all, all the money is in baseball and basketball that's all i know so like there's a lot of football yeah, but, money but it, it's spread out baseball yeah. baseball players make a lot of money basketball players make a lot of money so well it's
0: fucking 160 it's, games 162 62 yeah. games it's like not this, going anywhere not but, but there's no.
1: there's some changes that need to be made the first thing that needs to change with baseball if i were to fix baseball fire rob manfred game over that's it <laughs> all right and the game just went final red sox beat the new york yankees four to three on a double play so, I guess they
0: weren't we can- going to lo- they weren't losing on Dust Pedroia night.
1: They no, they were not losing on Dust Pedroia night.
0: Isn't was, it crazy? That was a lock. That tomorrow that the Yankees are are, are still favored against the Sox. I know. Like,
1: they're, th- be- they're looking th- at it. They're a third place team. Their run differentials nearly even. And the Red Sox are underdogs playing them in Fenway. They like this this Red Sox team hasn't lost to the New York Yankees since 2020. I don't I don't understand what the odds makers see in the New York Yankees. Like they're still favored to win our division by like three games and they like Fangraphs has them at like a 10% chance to win the World Series. It doesn't they, make sense. This team they
0: stinks. They must be paying somebody. They stink to, to keep their names relevant. I
1: know. Like the, the, the literally the, the only reason they're favorite is because they are the New York Yankees,
0: the Yankee brands. Like the Patriots. It, exactly. It's the, Yankee, it's the Yankee brand. It's the Patriot brand. I hate
1: it. I hate it so much. Like nothing it's gets actually, me going it's like,
0: actually like last year. Then like the Patriots the Patriots were terrible last year. I'm yeah. sure if you look back on some of those games, you're like, why are they like a money line? Like, why right. are they even like, they, they suck. Like they're going to they stink. Hey, uh, we didn't really talk about it, but who do you like for the NBA finals?
1: Dude. It's, in, it's kind of crazy. Like you look at the four teams, and one of those four is going to win the championship. It's kind of like it's kind of cool because these teams are not normally there. The Bucks and the Hawks. I think the Bucks easily come out of that one. I, I said to all my friends who uh, we're, we're gambling on on this series. I said it's going to be Bucks and five, and the Hawks will sneak one in, and it ended up being that first game, which we cashed out on. But I think I Bucks. Expect- and,
0: I think Bucks and six. I I, I okay. just. I want to give at least Atlanta one game and I'll give right. one game in Atlanta, Trey young, but, and uh, great for Atlanta too, for Trey yeah, young to have the totally. showcase of himself because Atlanta is a destination for free agents. Like Atlanta yeah, yeah. will be a destination where, the, where have, players might want to go.
1: They have a young core. Like if you look at oh, their,
0: they also have strip clubs down there too. They, so.
1: Yeah. What was it? Lou Williams, lemon pepper Lou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but they got a young core. You know, Trey Young, Clint Capella, Kevin Herter, John Collins, all young guys.
0: I was rooting for the Clippers.
1: I think that I series was a coin flip.
0: But when Kawhi went down, I was done because yeah. I wanted Kawhi to win another finals and be another finals MVP with his third team. Like, I guess wanted cool. to see that because LeBron cool. did it, but LeBron just eh, yeah, LeBron like the way yeah. But the way Kawhi could do it in the short amount of time he does it would have right. been very interesting to see. Um I'm I'm rooting for the Suns just because the Devin Booker Chris yeah. Paul too. I yeah, everyone Chris out Paul, Chris Chris Paul. Everyone likes Chris Paul. Everybody like, thinks
1: yeah. Chris Paul should get a ring. Some of my he buddies came out here for the for that game. The Suns Suns have uh they've ignited the, the Phoenix area. Like I, I live out here, so I, I get to see it every day. People people love that team now. It's-
0: and, and we talk about retro to start the show, like yeah. you know, Suns retro, everything, Phoenix retro and stuff they like some that. They got cool ones. They got cool stuff. And, and uh, the Suns have been there in the past, right? Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley era. So it's good for the diehards that stayed with them. Oh, yeah. Now oh, yeah. get this going again. But I said this, the NBA needed this juice. Like the NBA needed these teams to, to be in the spot. They're now like, Yeah. Suns and Bucks is I mean, I I said the NBA is kind of rigged.
1: It's gonna be weird.
0: You need Giannis. Giannis needs to go to a final, so he just needs it. Yeah. But it's good for the NBA. It's not these generic Nets and Lakers. It's not the generic Golden State.
1: Miami, Um, Boston, Philly. Yeah, Miami.
0: I know. Same old story. But we get like something new. Like you get something new. Now I will say this. I don't think ratings are going to be good for the NBA. Like, I, I think, they're think they're actually
1: up right now, which is are they? It's, I, 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 it I, shook I, me. Like, they're up dramatically.
0: Wow. Well, because, I thought if it was like Suns and Hawks, like the ratings wouldn't be that great. Because I think
1: there's a curiosity factor. Because like the teams we're talking about, like if you if you see the Lakers, the Celtics, the Heat, um, Golden State, you're like, oh, I know what these teams are. I, I know what's going on. But you look at teams now, you see the Clippers, Suns, Hawks, and Bucks. You're like, who the heck are these guys? Yeah. Who plays for these teams? Like, I, you know, the superstars, but like, how do they keep winning? How did they get to this point? And then you look at them and say, my God, one of these teams is actually going to win the championship. And it's kind of cool. I love that. And I, I saw something on, um, on Instagram that the, the ratings are actually up, which is, is That's really surprising.
0: I, I was surprised too. I'm surprised that you even said that. Cause yeah. I, I felt like they would be kind of,
1: Right. Maybe, kind of I want out. to see what ha- I want to see
0: what happens for the finals. Like I'll, I'll wait till the finals happens. And they're that's where rains.
1: we run into NHL. The NHL ones are down because you have the same old teams other than the Canadians. But
0: that's what's going to be the, the I think I'm telling you I think Montreal is going to win that series against really? Tampa. I just cuz they're going to be the ultimate underdog. It's in Canada to start. I believe it's in Canada to start start the series. It's pretty cool. and, and they're not allowed to have fans there. Really, but they're all outside. There's 22,000 people outside, like their stadium. They were doing the okay. riot, they were rioting yesterday. When oh, they wow! Won. So, um, and I just think that Montreal they're the New York Yankees of hockey. I mean, they yeah. haven't won in forever, but they, if they win, they'd have 25 cups, right? Yeah. So, Montreal fans are scumbag losers but I kind of want that organization to make its comeback in sports to be like, right. we just won kiss the ring. Like I I'm want to say that. we're
1: Bruins fans. That's our rival. We can't, but
0: I want basketball. that to, that ignites the rival again. Yeah. Like they can kind of say, well, we just want a cup. Yeah. Like we want co- and they want a COVID cup where Montreal does not play Mickey in Mouse. the West. Yeah. They don't, they don't, but they're not, they didn't not, It's not Mickey Mouse and hockey right. though. It's not. And they had to be, they were down three, one against the Leafs. They sweep the jets and then they play Vegas, which Vegas is a Western team. Like they won the Western conference pretty much. And they're not yeah. even in the Western conference. They're in the Eastern. Like that's, that's what's so strange. And they're, and they could win the cup. It's it's, I looked at the prices for tickets, 3,500, just to get yourself in there and Canadian wow. dollars, just to get yourself in there for game one. Cause they haven't been there for so long. So yeah, I, it, it will be a good story for hockey. It's like in Tampa Bay, is like the new England Patriots. They are the top team. They are, they're they're the center of the sports
1: universe still until proven otherwise.
0: I know it's crazy, right? Tom Brady goes down there and everything is just, everything changes every team there's
1: been in the championship since he's been down there.
0: Do you think Timmy King's going to touch the cup again this year?
1: If they win it, he has to.
0: Well, he can't get to Montreal. If it's in Montreal, he's not going to be able to get well, up there. We'll have a Canada. parade
1: again. He, like, he wasn't at the, the final last can't, year. You can't
0: travel. You can't travel.
1: But, but like, if the Cup's in – the Cup's going to come back to Tampa if they win it.
0: Yeah, but what if they win it in Canada?
1: The Cup no. comes back. That's when Timmy touched last no, time for the parade. But
0: if Montreal wins it in Canada?
1: No, you're not going to touch it then. No,
0: you can't travel no. in there.
1: There's a lot of what
0: is. he'll, he'll, he'll touch it. I believe in him. The parade. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like you said, the parade, I'm in, I want to I'm rooting for Tampa. I'm rooting for Montreal and Tampa. Cause if, if I want Montreal to win, just to see what happens, I'm still, Tampa, I want Timmy King. I want to see what Timmy King does.
1: I'm still stuck on the fact I said it out loud, but I don't think it actually hit me until just now that since Tom Brady moved to Tampa, they've been in every championship of the sports they have.
0: Yep. Rays were in the world series. And they lost. Lightning won last year, and the Bucks, and the Bucks.
1: What the heck? And you know,
0: I hate and I, that. And the Lightning are back. That's handed. supposed to be us. So Lightning are going to go back to back. The Rays are still. The Razor still. are still, eight. Rays are still good. They're, they're first place. They're a good team.
1: They're no, actually tied for first place now. I think.
0: And the Bucks are going to. Their Bucks are going to win yeah. the division. Like they have, Tom, gonna, Brady. They have yeah. Tom
1: Brady. Yeah, they don't have to beat Drew Brees anymore. And the
0: Raptors don't count because they're
1: not part of. They're not. Part yeah, no, 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 they're not. They don't count. But, they don't. But Tampa the, doesn't have a the, basketball Tampa,
0: team. But Tampa's just like, we're such a nice city. We'll just let you win for a year. Like, just right. Come, just come here. Come retire. Know? And you know what's going to happen?
1: Because he's going to retire they, a buck.
0: No. What's going to oh. happen is Tom Brady is going to be a part owner in the new Tampa Bay basketball team oh. when they get one down there. <laughs> somehow, somehow, I bet, some they, I bet
1: they will get one. I wouldn't be shocked. Well, Seattle's
0: is Seattle Supersonic's gonna come back? I mean, you just, just insert two new teams, right? Seattle, right. Seattle and, and Tampa.
1: Well, the T Wolves might be the ones moving because they got the new ownership,
0: so, yeah. A Rod, right? And A Rod, I yeah, think, wants gross. to move them. I think he wants to move them over to Seattle,
1: right? I think that that was a plan because he used to play out what there. About
0: Vegas? Vegas needs to get an NBA team,
1: they might, they've got W NBA, but. So they have the, they have the facilities for it.
0: Well, the team mobile arena, they could just right, play right, like, right. the Knights, exactly. play, right? I, I, yeah. I mean, I've just, if you're going to add a new team, you're going to have to add two teams. You're going to have to make a 32.
1: Right. Not necessarily the way the playoffs work in the NBA, but scheduling would be a little goofy for the first two years.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just,
1: who knows oh,
0: fucking Tom Brady, dude. It's the, was it? It's the Tom Brady effect
1: literally this, the Tom Brady effects, like, I like we're this like Boston's the city of champions, but Tampa kind of is too. Since Tom Brady's like it's, yeah. the city of champions is it just Tom Brady effect. That's all it is. They're going to win.
0: Uh, they're going to win the Super Bowl again this year. Remember Man. we talked about this and yeah, I was like, we did. if they're, they're not going to win it this year, they'll win it next year. Like they're guaranteed to they win it next year. Like I'm like, there's no one stopping them in the NFC. No one's right. stopping the Tampa Bay box. And, you can say what's motivating Brady to go back to back, but it's like they didn't even win their division last year. Right. So he's going to want to win the division. He's going to want that. He's going to want to win another conference no. championship because all these quarterbacks that have been to a conference championship and have only won it once, he gets to do it twice. Like that's just, it's just, it's going to be interesting to see the stat padding that Brady's going to be doing this season. He's going to be breaking a lot of records. Um, just padding those stats to to accept it i mean i as a patriots fan when you look back at some of the boston's big threes that we've done and i was salty towards brady i just again it was more of the narrative of like i don't want this to finish off where it's he's always better than bill right Bill went out in free agency. He got the players. They got Mac Jones. Like the Patriots are set up for success. Like they totally are. They, they are legitimately set up to to have another run for the next six or seven years. Like, so I'm happy in that case. But man, Brady is could Brady could win the next two to three years. He can win two more. Like, and I that's know. just like that's how crazy it is.
1: Dude's uh, un- unbelievable. But I guess we'll wrap up there. I know we, we used to do final thoughts. You Got any final thoughts?
0: I, You know, my final thought of today is that Jarrett Stidham will be the starter week one.
1: I give you a final thought and that's what you that's what you give me. I'm
0: sleeping on Jarrett Stidham. Here's my legitimate final thought. (laughs) I have not watched WWE wrestling in a long time. I follow here and there. Um, they are leaving their it, Speaking about Tampa, that's where they've been filming. Everything is just down in Florida. Florida just owns everything. <laughs> They're going to start traveling around again. I'm excited to like see wrestling, even wrestling going to have full capacity stadiums again. Um, I'm just I'm going to the Red Sox and next week and I'm going to go on July 10th. And I'm just excited to be back into full capacity. I was at a bar last night, full capacity. It's just, it's just, it's just it's good to be back. It f- is. It feels so good to be back, man. Yeah. It feels so good to be back and vaccinated. Yep. And vaxxed, baby. We got and vaxxed.
1: Got that Moderna one because it's straight out of Massachusetts. Yeah. That's the one. That's the only one Massholes trust. So you should too. Get good, back baby. to normal. It's, it's a good time. I got no final thoughts, but
0: I have a final thought for you.
1: All right, fill fill me in.
0: Um, Derek Chauvin's uh, sentence was today, 22, 22 and, a and a half years. Do, do you think that's too low?
1: I think it's important he got something, but
0: I don't I know what to low. think about
1: it yet. Because, yeah, it was a lot of thoughts. It was a high just emotion. Just seeing case. the number
0: and then, and then you know, right. reading the comments and people like he's, he's going to get kills in jail and this and that. Because I think
1: won't. the most he could have had was like 120. And it, if, when you look at it like that, that's when it's why aren't like- they making,
0: why aren't they, why aren't they using him to make a statement? Like, that's exactly. like, like, that's why I don't get it. Right. And, 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 and the thing is at 22 and a half years, he can get out in half the time with good service or right. whatever it might be. So I just, I just felt like it, it needed to be, it needed to be to a, a very higher number. Um, and that's,
1: that's what I thought we were past this. Like after he got, after the verdict came out that he was guilty on all three counts. Like I thought that was a huge win because that was what was going to put him away for a hundred plus years. And then this comes out. But and yeah.
0: So like, like that, that's that I know. And you don't want to put your thought on it yet, but I just, right. I, I saw that number I like right before we got on here and I looked at it I was like, that's low. That's and and it actually 22 and a half years, they already might count one year towards it because of, already being in prison for the last yeah. year so it's 21 and a half years now so and he's not young but it's I mean he's still going to get out and back into society and still be right. able to live his life like and George Floyd isn't so right. I just I just I felt like they should have used him as an example for all across scape, the dope, black
1: sheep type thing totally. well
0: just if you you need to make a better decision oh, when you're yeah. out there yeah. on the police force like right. I, I just I don't know I just fishy Right. I don't know. Doesn't I have admit, a good Didn't to it. add. A, it's it just and as a society because we're just so sh- uh, short term memoried and 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 uh, it's a short attention span. We just keep moving on. Right. No one's gonna fight it. They should. I'm sure the families are fighting it. I'm sure they're going to fight it. I'm sure they're gonna want that. But
1: yeah. I don't know. Instead of finishing on a heavy note, I have these. Uh, I got these. This this candy in front of me. Do you have a... It's the Jelly Bellies. You like Jelly Bellies, yeah? You, you know Jelly Bellies? Oh, I'm not a Jelly Bean fan. Really? Yeah. I, know, yeah. I was going to ask you what your favorite flavor was, but it doesn't work. I if... believe Jelly Beans are made
0: from, like, rat something.
1: Dude, if, if they're made from rat, I'll eat rat any
0: day. <laughs> I, I'm not a Jelly Bean guy. Really? I, I don't like Jelly Beans, no. it blows my I, mind. I think they're disgusting. I
1: can't disgusting. believe you don't like the Jelly Beans. There's some good ones in here. Wait, really? Are you yeah. not a candy guy?
0: I Dude, look at me. I'm what's, a candy guy. What's, what's I, your, I love
1: all right. What's your candy of choice then?
0: Ooh, let's do top five candies. Do you, so like, do you
1: if, like chocolates or like fruity stuff?
0: What's all right.
1: Your, what's your poison?
0: If I had to do top five candy, like in, in top five candy right now, me and you, top five candies, right? All right? This is what you go when you go to the market or you go to- Like the grocery
1: store, store or the gas station? It's different. Ooh. When
0: you're at, che- <laughs> when you're at checkout- and if you're at checkout, right? Okay. You can buy any sort of candy at checkout. Okay. Like we're not talking about oh, I like lint chocolate and stuff. Like you have right. to go deep. Chocolate's
1: chocolate. Yeah. Or no. Okay.
0: All right. Right now. Yeah. Okay. Top five. Top five. Do I have to put them in order?
1: No, no. Pay just pay give me, me. Just give me five of them.
0: Okay. Payday. The Payday Bar. Um, Starbursts. Mm-hmm. Um, Butterfingers. Love Butterfingers. I think Reese's are super overrated. I used to love them as a kid, and yeah. as now as an adult, I think they're super overrated.
1: Those are my Kit- mom's favorite.
0: Kit Kats are overrated. Hershey's with almonds mm. and Almond Joys. Yeah, that, you just gave me like seven. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Almond, Almond Joy, Almond Joy, Hershey Bar with almonds, Butterfingers, Payday, and um Starbursts.
1: all right i like that skittles I'll,
0: I'll, i like skittles but i, I just
1: right, I'll, give, I'll give you mine all right kit kats overrated oh uh, jelly bellies sweet tarts necco wafers
0: you are a child
1: Dude, I love those things. It's, it's those, those are like a childhood I like you nerve. Eating, I
0: feel like you were eating those before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Talk to oh, them them. give me one more. One more. You I'll can you. get
0: half those things in the checkout.
1: Yeah, not the be. checkout one. I'm thinking of like a CVS or a Walgreens type. Oh, I got one. They, uh, The circus peanuts. <laughs> you ever had those? It's like a banana those are marshmallow. Those are
0: disgusting.
1: Hey man, I like what I like. You like what you like.
0: I guess so. I mean, <laughs> put make make a make a little list. Put little it out list. there.
1: If I was say, doing a list of ones that of people that has, would like the same as mine, I'd probably say like the the nerds or something.
0: I just just put both of ours out there and say who who has the better taste of candy. Oh man,
1: <laughs> yours is like all half chocolate,
0: but mine has a lot of nuts. I love nuts.
1: Oh yeah, see the almonds. nut crowd. Nut crowd wouldn't be a fan of yours, then
0: almonds and and peanuts. Payday, peanut butter, which is the butterfinger.
1: See, my but, list won't kill anybody. Your list might kill, kill a few people.
0: Starburst, everyone loves Starburst. I mean, Certain if you don't, kinds of of if
1: I don't have an epipen, I wouldn't survive your list. So we'll have to we'll have to put like a disclaimer on it. Like, hey man, if, if you don't, if you can't eat, nuts, if you're allergic to nuts, don't don't try these. Don't try Babs' list. His little buffet of, of candies, but. I think that'll do it for us. Episode 98. Boston's big three. We'll be back.